This episode of The Blurred Mob contains explicit language. While we want everyone to enjoy the show, sometimes we may say things that are not appropriate for all ages. So, in other words, mom, dad, granny, we cussing. Discretion is advised. King G. Grossite ENT. <laughs> Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Rock with it. Let me, let me pop my shit. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me pop my shit. Hands up. What's up, y'all? And welcome to the Blurred Mob. If you are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or any other streaming service, make sure you hit that follow button so you can get updates from the mob. I am your host, Spook. And today we are going to be doing a movie review on Venom Let There Be Carnage. Joining the mob today, the boys are back. Ace and McMillian, co-hosts of their own podcast, Karen I'll Talk with Counselor. And we also have my boy Ryan joining the mob today. So what's up, y'all? What's good? What's good? What is what's, up, everybody? What's good, Portia? What's good, everybody? Nothing much. Just really ready to get into this this review. I got I got a lot to say. What's that song? Open up the safe. Bitches got a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) I got a lot to say, but um, if you have not seen Venom, Let There Be Carnage, I want to go ahead and say spoilers are ahead. They may be big spoilers. They may be small spoilers. I don't know, but if you are not comfortable continuing listening to the podcast due to you not having seen the movie, um, just come back later. If you don't care, you can stay. I kind of feel like you should stay either way, because I would. We gonna get into it. We gonna. I would. But how I want to do this, guys. I want to start with did the movie impress us, and then I want to go into what we didn't like about the movie, and then I want to end with what we did like about the movie. Okay, bet. So we gonna we gonna start. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and start with did the movie impress me. And I'm going to have to say, hell no. Venom, <laughs> Let There Be Carnage, did not impress me. And if I had to give it a rating out of 10, it's getting a 3. What is going on in this group chat? Right <laughs> it's getting a 3. What is going on? It's getting a 3 for me. And it just didn't stick with me. It it didn't feel, it didn't stick with me. It felt like I was just watching a movie. And I really hate, I hate two things. I hate that the first movie review I've done on this podcast, I don't like the movie. And then the second thing I don't like, I don't like that I paid to see this movie. <laughs> well, we gonna get into that. Fair. Is this what we get into today? Fair. Fair. Is this what, what we do? Alex said y'all yeah. starting with violence already. Is, is yes, I'm coming with violence. With violence. Already? I'm coming with a violence. I woke <laughs> up choosing violence today because Carnage okay. did not. Okay. <laughs> okay. So how y'all next. was? Did it impress Are, y'all? What's y'all rating? I, 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 I'm gonna go because I, I'm gonna let y'all go I, first. I, I, I'm gonna I don't yeah. want. I'm gonna see how Alex feels. If I were, if zero is trash, boo boo garbage, and ten, <laughs> uni- ten is unicorn. It's amazing. I, I, as much as I don't want to say it, I gotta say five myself. The graphics were solid. The plot. Eh, the action scenes. Eh. I could watch it again if I ain't got I, nothing else to do in the I background. I could not watch it again. I if your five is 
it was okay and I could watch it again. Like straight that, average, like that dead fully, in the middle that average. That fully justifies my three because I would not watch that shit again. Oh my. See, see, for me, five is like dead average. Like, would I play this in the background while eating just because? Sure. But am I going to get excited? Nah. I can see how I'm already see how this type of episode gonna go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Alex, you know, you wanna know I'm something, sorry. Alex? I went to see the movie with Jay. It's all I right. fell I fell asleep at probably one of the best scenes. I don't wanna hear it. <laughs> I fell asleep, not gonna lie to you. Alex, I, I already see where this is gonna go with Ace. I already see where it's gonna go. And I already know. And I'm finna expose you. I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you get your point out. Like, we finna invalidate and I'm finna expose boy. you. I'm gonna let you get your point out and I'm finna expose uh, what, 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 you. I guess since I'm the opposite vote here, I'm gonna I'll let Million go first. Yep, let's get it. All right, so look at Dead into My Eyes movie with a five. <laughs> yeah. It's not good. It's not bad. It is a five. It's Let me look at you, Jay. What you say? Five. <laughs> this movie is not bad. It's not good. It, it accomplishes what it wanted. It's a movie. You go yeah. and you watch it. But you do not care about it. I don't even know if it accomplished anything. I would. Disagree. Oh no, it, no, it accomplished what it wanted to do. We all know. I'm not. We can't get into it yet. But we know why it was made. It was made for one reason. It, it was made. made. It was made for the ending. It's okay. It's, okay. it's all right. But no, I see. I wouldn't give it no hard fives <laughs> or no three. I'll at least give it a, a six or maybe a high six, maybe even a seven, just because of what we're gonna get into later on. Because I op. we're gonna start about it, but it's all right. <laughs> But at least the six. Um, <laughs> I can't I see your camera, but I'm taking a picture of you right now. <laughs> so I guess my uh, my question is, what about the movie specifically that you guys did not like? Well, except for like, I oh, guess wait, the plot, wait. because I mean, like, I I do I will I will agree with y'all. The plot wasn't all that. I, wait, I'm, wait. I'm, I'm with y'all on that. Wait, before you ask your question, what's your rating? Hold on, because I, I like, said he it. said six. He said a high six or a seven. I said it, yeah. But if I had to get into what I didn't like about the movie, I got a list, but I'm going to go my top three. Okay. One, the movie did not make me feel anything. The thing I like about movies is the care factor. Why do I care about this character? Why do I care about what they're going through? And why do I care that that problem that they're going through needs to be resolved? I did not get those three things from this movie. I didn't even care about Carnage. And I like villains. I love villains in movies, and I didn't even care about the villain in the movie. So that's that's my that's my number one beef with this movie. My second okay. thing was Carnage's origin. They did pull some stuff from the comic book with his origin, but this whole backstory with old girl for what reason? For what reason? And it was very cliche, and. Movies do cliche stuff all the time, but at the same time, they make us care about the cliche stuff. Boy Can meets girl, Porsche? we see it all the time. But this boy meets girl in this movie did not make me feel. And it did not make me, I don't know if it was supposed to be a sympathy factor on Carnage and why he was doing the things that he was doing, but I didn't feel it. My third thing was that what happens at the end of the movie? You're a op, Alex, and I just want to put that. <laughs> I just want to put that out there. He cashing checks. He is cashing checks for Sony. You see them Sony headphones on his head, but and this is gonna be the first spoiler right here because I know we're gonna have a longer discussion going forward, but I just want to put it out there: is that 
If you listen to the first episode, at the end, Alex said that there was a rumor that Venom was going to be crossing over into the MCU. The end credit scene of Venom 2 basically solidified that rumor. But the way they did it felt weird to me. And it's, I have no idea what the fuck is going on. I know we're not talking about it right now, but I got a lot to say. We go so, see. Uh, so, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna, we, I got y'all. Dude. We gonna get there. But what you got? Wrong? But that's that's my I, top three. I actually got a question for your point too, because I kind of agree with that. What does does that girl have any hold any relevance in the actual like comic book universe? Because I'm not as much of a comic book enthusiast as uh, you guys. So I think. Um, I mean, unless Porsche, do you? Uh, well, Pope, do you know? Do you want to say anything, or should I just take it over? Unfortunately, I did not. I don't okay. know anything about the love interest. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be because I, I I meant to look this up yesterday, but we have been in the middle of something big, so I didn't get a chance to. But if I remember correctly, there is a symbiote whose ability is like screaming, and I think it's either name of Screech or Scream, and I think that's who she's based off of. But her story is not, I don't think, is generally like what they depicted in the movie. So that's what if I'm I not thought. Mistaken, hmm? I thought that she was like. A symbiote host when we first yeah met. supposed and then it to, didn't turn out to be like that and I was like okay so now what if I remember correctly she's like I, you can look it up but there she's like her the symbiote that has that ability she has like long nails like it looks white and like she's got like black paint in the face if I remember correctly because it's been a while since I've read it um well she's an older symbiote I don't even think she holds relevance in the comics today someone's probably mm. like butchering me in the comments right now but. <laughs> If I remember correctly, she's got like a she's uh the symbiote itself is like white and then she has like black around her face and stuff like that. But I don't think her origin originally has to do anything with Cassidy or anything like that. I could be okay. wrong, but that's from what I remember. Um, and the way they did it in this movie was very weird. Like it kind of just uh, they just took it and ran with it. I mean, granted, you know, movies change up comic plot lines all the time. It was just kind of I think I understood why they did it this way, but in all honesty. You could have done without her. I felt like, but I guess my we'll thing that, is we'll get into it later. I guess I guess my thing is is that Carnage, from what I know, he's that type of villain that just wakes up and chooses violence. He doesn't yeah. need a reason, but they gave him a reason in the movie. But I don't feel like the reason was enough to justify him as a villain. Mm-hmm. That's the issue that I have with it, and I feel like they could have just left it out. I don't I think agree. it served purpose to his character. I, I well, at least the way the movie presented it, it could definitely right. Up. But the I'm gonna let Ryan get back to. It. I'm gonna uh, let Ryan get back to this stuff because I want to, you know, it was your segment. So go ahead. Oh, I was just asking the question, but you want me to go next for the top three things I like, didn't like about the movie? Yeah, it was Alex's. He wants to know what, what, why are we rating it so poorly? Okay. Well, Alex, so when I rate average... It's so he can report us to Sony. Here's the thing. Like, if I rate a movie as, like, average, it's probably not necessarily that I didn't... That's something I just hated. There was something I hated. It's probably just there was nothing that made me like it. Like, when I look at the movie, if I look past action scenes or whatever, even past the plot, kind of like what Portia said, I didn't care for the little light, discount, low-caffeine love triangle they had. I barely understood that the um animosity that carnage had for venom i didn't really grasp that i didn't have any desire to get to know any of the characters the only character that even was somewhat interesting was venom <laughs> hence i guess that's why the movie's named after him but the girl his host i forgot the host name 
Carnage, his host, then his, um, his little wife slash fiance for a portion of the movie. I didn't care for anybody. Nobody piqued my interest. Nobody made me go, oh my gosh, I hope this character doesn't get hurt or I hope that they do get hurt. Nothing made me go, ah, I like them. The plot was kind of, eh. Like during the movie, I said, Jay, why is um Carnage mad at Venom? Because he's his father. And like, why, why is he mad at Venom again? Like, because it's his father, Ryan. That's literally it. Okay, and now they're fighting to the death. That makes a lot of sense. I it 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 didn't have any extremities that made me go, "This is so amazing." I could just sit there and watch, and it was like, "Eh," like I legit fell asleep, Alex. Okay. And now, aside from that, you know, CGI's and stuff, it looked pretty decent. I remember, I remember Portia talked about how when she saw the ad, seeing Carnage form his body, it looked really um. You said it looked kind of like old school Portia, like it looked kind of it was messy. poor. But I yeah. will say that when I watched the movie, the CGI did look better in the movie than what I saw in the trailer. Oh yeah, they definitely gave money to that special effects budget. But uh, yeah, before I before I start, because I know Ace wants to hear me talk. All right, were you done? Yeah, I'm pretty much done. All right, so the reason I have such a strong feeling on why this is a five is somewhat similar to Portia. I didn't care about anything that was happening in this movie. <laughs> At the end of the day, I don't even know if the people who made it was like, yeah, we believe in everything going into this. But I'll talk. But since Portia hit on like most of the reason why I didn't like care for it, I'll, I'll hit on some of the stuff of why I liked <clears throat> um, the moment with Venom. If Venom and Eddie have are, are doing this real terrible uh, getting used to their relationship type bit, and it goes on for way too long like way too long and eventually venom ends up they end up separating and i like the little bit with venom by himself i was like this is somewhat entertaining mm-hmm. um the fact that he ends up with the a uh, lady in the uh bodega the, on and lady. the uh mrs shin and i was like that was the only time i fully laughed every other joke it was either like hey or Okay. You got smile. There was a lot of cheesy one-liners in that too, and yes. I don't know if you guys oh caught it. God. The I'm a real boy, and I was like, okay, is this Shrek? The Red Wedding? Okay, Game of Thrones. There was a lot of cheesy one-liners in that movie that I did not enjoy. But overall, as a person, so I'm gonna I'm stand up just a little bit so you can see my passion. I Spider Man, Miles Morales, but Spider Man specifically is one of my favorite properties in Marvel, and Venom is. I don't want to say he's my favorite villain but he's definitely like up there in terms of like antagonists that i like and this movie didn't and carnage is such an interesting character because as portia said he wakes up every day and chooses violence like Mm -hmm. cletus casty is legit is described as like a a a murder he just gets off on murder and this movie was trying to sell me on a sob story for him but it didn't even believe in the sob story enough because he was like at the end, I wanted a friend. When did you ever even show that? <laughs> I didn't like that when did, either. When did, when, did you, when did you show that? When did you like illustrate any of this? And then Carnage having a hate boner for Venom didn't make sense because at least in the comics, Venom, when Carnage was created, Venom actively was trying to go after him. In this movie, he didn't even know he existed. Like I, I guess, don't I don't, like, I don't want to interrupt you, McMillian, mm-hmm. but I oh. want to, before we lose it, I want to touch on that point about Carnage's whole thing with Venom. 
because I was genuinely confused and I thought I missed something in the last movie. Like, why was he so obsessed with talking mm-hmm. to Eddie? And I'm watching the movie like, did I miss something in Venom 1 that connects them? And so I go do a recap on Venom 1. And the only thing was the end credit scene where he goes to visit him in jail. So I wasn't really getting the obsession. Yeah, and no, I don't. They don't explain it in the movie. That's why I was like, I have to give this a five because the movie didn't even believe in its premise. And it seemed like it, this movie only exists to serve the purpose of the after credit scene. That was it. Just mm-hmm. a, and, and that upsets me because Carnage is an interesting character. And also, another reason this movie should have been a f- uh, five, and I'm looking directly at the camera for this, why yeah. is a movie about a serial killer <laughs> not rated R? That's a good point. That's, that's, more, like, that's more of a personal opinion, but I... I, I I'll personal? Yes, that's it is. That's not a personal opinion. <laughs> Wolverine, Wolverine, Wolverine. Of, of, of all the movies that, that we had about serial killers that didn't no, necessarily have name, to be rated R. Name one, name but, one movie about a serial killer that's PG-13. Quickly. You know what? See? <laughs> <laughs> spy, but it's okay. Halloween is Quickly. right around okay. the corner. That's a good challenge. It's okay. That's a well, good I was about challenge. to say Halloween. Before this movie played, there was a Halloween preview and that was rated R, and he is yeah. a serial killer. So I'm just, just saying. But all, but not but like to touch on touch on as well. Wolverine, who was known who was known in the comics to be a like berserker, we finally got the berserker mode in, uh, uh, Old Man Logan, or I forgot. No, that's how Logan. That's what the movie's mm-hmm. called. Um, and that was a great movie. And I felt like if they had given this R rating and actually let Carnage be Carnage, we would have gotten it. This rating would be much higher. One for me, just off that alone. But as far as everything, this movie was super rushed. It felt like they were legit just trying to get to the end of this film for what it set up. And I cannot respect it for that. I would agree. Other than that, I there were some enjoyable moments. Like I said, the 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 special effects were great. The scene. Where they're at the uh, old the the abandoned home for children, uh, mm-hmm. the the home for abandoned kids, uh, and the helicopter explodes and you got all that like explosions and the, uh, oh yeah, the that was great. I that whole really scene enjoyed. Was really nice. I really enjoyed that scene of the the first moment when Carnage comes out is even really like striking. But that's one of the things the thing, I did like about the movie. The but the thing is though, they don't give me a reason to care about the character, and for that I just it's like they don't even believe in the movie that they were setting up. It was just like legit. This is an engine to get to what we care about, which is this is setting up for another property, and that's not why I pay to go to movies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so I really watched that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm like, if y'all are interested in that, y'all could have just did that. Because okay, that's okay. a one. They need a one so, they need thing. a Sony Plus like HBO. No, doing Sony it. Plus. Like, you can either watch it in theaters <laughs> or you can watch it on Sony Plus. Because if I had the option I, to watch this junk on Sony Plus, I would watch it streaming it. I I don't feel like this is a movie that you should pay to see. I can advise it. But go ahead, Alex. You had the highest rating, so I would like to know why. All right. So I guess before I have to defend the movie a little bit, I do have to talk about why what I do not like about it. Um, I would have to agree with y'all that the plot in itself, you know, overall with the whole movie, it wasn't that great. I will agree with that. Um, it wasn't really much just, at least for me, I thought, I didn't think the way Venom, not Venom, Carnage was going to be, you know, coming to play wasn't how it happened, but how it happened was, it's all right. I guess you know. I guess I'll let y'all slide with that. I'm not sure if that was comic book can- canonical or not. Um, it's similar to how it happened. Not, n- not exactly. It's close though. Okay. 
Um, and then how he found his lover definitely pissed me off because it was just <laughs> like, since when, unless I'm missing something, <laughs> yeah. when since when could symbiotes had computers and stuff? Unless, like I said, unless I'm missing something because that definitely, it was just like, Okay. It goes back to them rushing. It's going back but to them rushing. I'm gonna let y'all have. I mean, that, that, that's all. That, that was just that was a very rush moment. It was just, oh, let me go to this gas station. What, what, what we coming here for? I thought he was maybe you know coming to get some gas or some snacks or something. I think the funniest thing is that he went to a gas station to hack into a computer, and from the gas station computer, he was able to receive top secret information. That that right there from the gas that station right laptop, the gas station laptop. Like you wasn't gonna infiltrate like you know, police station or some tech hub that has all these high-tech supercomputers. You went to a gas station that was right able there. to get top-secret information. Like I said, Russian. Correct. And then, I guess, let me see if there was any other thing that really upset me. Um, I guess, also, I really I would have to agree with y'all on this last point that I really didn't care about too many of the characters that, that were really in the movie, except for a few. But um, you know, I'll talk about that and the portion why I did like about the movie. So I will agree with y'all on that as well. They really didn't do a good job selling, you know, why we should care about some of these characters. So I will agree with you on that. And so, um, I guess before I get started on what I did like about the movie, I don't know if you want me to start first or um you wanna go first, Portia? I only had two things and I can make it quick. Okay. I did like two things about the movie. Um one I do enjoy Tom Hardy's Venom. Given that we only have one other Venom version of Venom to compare him with, I do like him as Venom. I I look at him and I feel like it fits. So I did enjoy watching him Venom. I did enjoy the interactions between the two. Though the jokes did carry on too long, I did like the Eddie Brock Venom interactions that we did get in the movie. The second thing I liked about the movie was Carnage's entrance. That had me, that woke me up. So the whole thing just goes, he's about to get executed. And then he transforms into Carnage and then it just turns like full horror movie. Like shit's about to hit the fan. Like I jumped, I'm going to be honest. One of that part in that movie where everything went dark and you, you're watching the warden just stare into this dark space, and it's like you know something's about to pop out. And when it did, I jumped, and I was like, okay, here we go. Carnage is here. Let's get it started. It did die off for me after that, but that one scene alone, I was like, okay, let's get it. Okay. All right. So I guess, you know, I'll, I'll just go ahead and hop into my eyes. So pick, you know, I'm going to pick up where Portia left off a little bit. Um, the interactions between Venom and Eddie themselves, I enjoyed it very much. Especially, it seemed like we got to see them bonding more than this movie is like. To me, it felt like. And then we also got to see Venom almost at like a brother towards Eddie in some instances of the movie where he where he showed um, remorse and care for Eddie. Like when he got his heart broken by Anne when he proposed to her. Not when he proposed to her, when, they, when he figured out that Dan proposed to um Anne or whatever, and, you know, he was heartbroken and then he was driving down the highway, basically probably almost finna commit suicide, but Venom was like, hey, you know, get right, we're gonna get through this together, I'm gonna help you through this. And then even after that, to go on, and the next scene after that, when he was making breakfast and stuff for him, just trying to make him feel better, 
it was just I don't know. It just felt like Venom was actually there for him more. We got to see him be there more for him than in the other movie. Like I said, it was almost like he was acting like a brother. Even in, even in like the little dispute that they got in, that was almost like a brotherly type of dispute that they got into that made them, you know, one that made them want to break up or whatever. You know, they when they eventually did get back together or not. Then on top of that, um, I just think that I can't remember the actor's name right now, but the actor who played Carnage, I think he did a really good job. Um, I don't think you really need. I I will agree that the whole love story part wasn't necessarily needed, but just him playing his role of Carnage himself, I think he did a really good job with that and how he portrayed Carnage, as well as just I love I like him as an actor. Anyways, I want to say love, but I do like some of the movies that he's in. Anyways, whenever he's in some of the movies I watch, I know it's gonna be you know in really relatively interesting. Um. As well as, if, at least for me, with villains, I don't think, like you said, I didn't really think he needed a reason to go out and destroy things because it was just Carnage. Like, even on top of back to the point where y'all was like, well, why is Carnage after Venom right now? Well, I just took it as, well, he knows he's after, he's going after Venom right now because he knows that's the only other symbiote on the planet right now. You get rid of Venom, you have the whole planet to yourself. You do whatever you want to do. He's the only other person that can stop you on this planet. I feel like that's more of an assumption, though, than what um, they actually gave us in the movie. That's, I, I'm probably that's so a but... stretch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's if, you see, if you see that's it, if you see it that way, sure. But if that was the point, if that was the reasoning, I think they should have portrayed it in the movie instead of me sitting there and Correct. assuming. Correct. No, I, I would agree. They the didn't. Reason. You know, they didn't like expand upon that as much as they needed to. But so I will agree with you on that. But for me, it's just like. At least that's how I saw it. It's just that, you know, Venom's the only other symbiote on this planet. The only other thing that can really stop him right now, you get rid of Venom. You can do whatever the hell you want. Um, mm-hmm. On top of that, as well as the end, the I guess the finale of the um, of the movie as well. The whole ending fight scene at the church, I think that was really done well. I like that as well. And that, as long as you can, at least for me with movies, it, it, maybe if the, you know, the beginning and middle ain't good, but as long as you got a good middle... And you can have a good finale. I'm somewhat satisfied, and I think they did very good with the finale and the ending fight as well. Even even so, as far as to go into where when Carnage was basically killed, well, not killed. Well, he was basically tried to kill um, Screen like three times, two or three times throughout that whole scene. Even after you know, I, I still why can I not remember this guy's name right now? Um, but even after his host was like, you know, that's our wife. Stop. What are you doing? Oh, she got it. Cleet, there we go. Cletus, you know, even if Cletus was telling them over and over again, you know, like, don't hurt our wife. You know, we got this. We killed Venom. You know, you helped me. Like we said earlier, you do this thing for me. I do this thing for you. And we're we both going to be happy. But, you know, then kind of just like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm just, I'm still going to kill anyways. Um, And I guess. Well, the, see. What's up? Well, see, that's kind of where I have an issue with this, because in the the original point of like uh, you were saying, like how Carnage doesn't care, it, it's Carnage doesn't care because also Cletus doesn't care. Like what make what makes usually Carnage a problem is because him and Cletus are on one accord, and I get the movie has to make Venom the hero, so I guess they had to illustrate that they weren't on one accord so they could possibly win because I, I didn't guess like there how would they did no that other either. way, but it was just. Yeah, 
it didn't fit. It didn't. It it felt just kind of contrived. I guess I could say. Like, I guess what I didn't like about it that scene is that. So you get to the scene where Venom basically feels defeated, and you have that. Oh no, they're not going to be able to beat Carnage, and their inspiration to get back up was. We're buddies. We're we're a the team. They're not a they're portion. not a team. So let's what's gonna work? Teamwork. Like what? <laughs> the power I did, of friendship. I like the power. Yes, the power of friendship. And I was just like, really? I sure the I would say I didn't enjoy the fight. I felt like they could have went harder. And Venom's inspiration to win the fight felt very lackluster to me you want to know the one thing i actually liked about that fight was the ringing of the bell alluding to the scene in spider-man when he was fighting his version well the what's the the spider-man 3 when he was fighting his version of venom was that alluding to that old scene where they had a little bell in the that made me think about that scene it it and definitely that, made me think it could have been a reference. Like, was I like uh, Easter egg or yeah, it could have. I it mean, it definitely could have been. been one. Yeah. Um, I I mean I like that scene because I I, I like that. I don't know like, the overall fight scene because I felt like there are parts in the middle that didn't feel right, like how Portia mm-hmm. was saying with the, the I, with the teamwork, but also like the parts where it cut to screeching the police guy and mm-hmm. there were like a lot of holes in that fight. But overall, I do think it was like it was well shot, like. Uh, when they were fighting, I was like, okay, this feels phonetic and nice and tight and somewhat like a suspenseful, even though you kind of, it's a movie, it's a, it's a movie named Venom. So you kind of knew he was going <laughs> to win, but there were, there were parts yeah. of it that actually felt like really good in, in the moment. It's just that, I don't know. It, it should have been like one succinct thing and they kept like cutting from it. And it was, yeah. that, that's what kind of made it odd. And also the motivation for Cletus to fight Eddie just felt weird, like I, we've said before. But I mean, the only part times they really cut from the fight was when they cut to the police girl, the, not the police girl, the policeman in screen. But, I, you know, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, I, but um, one thing, I mean, one part of that fight I really liked that we're talking about it, uh, when Venom kicked her into the bell, I, yeah. that was, I was like, this, if the rest of the movie was like this, where it showed how both of these characters are normally do not care about anything. Yeah. Cool. Because, like, I'm not saying that Eddie doesn't... Well, I'm not saying that Eddie and Venom don't normally care, but when they get to fighting, it's like no holds bar. I will do anything to win. And that's also yeah. something I feel like I didn't really get, except until he kicked her into the bell. But, yeah. I think the I, other okay. thing I liked about that fight was when the bell thing was going on and they were getting, like, they would come out of symbiotic mode and then they would, you know, throw little bows and then they would hop right back in the symbiote like that. that yeah, that's what I was like. between. I did like that part. I was like, <coughs> okay. I can okay. get with and then this. I, 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 yeah. Then I guess my last thing I did enjoy for the movie, except before we get to the last big thing, um, was how they alluded throughout the movie how there may be potential other power users inside the universe. And depending on how, due to the in cutscene, that can also amazingly possibly mean some ramifications for the MCU, depending on if this world is actually merging with that other world, but we don't know. But anyways, but so for instance, um, the beginning of the movie, you know, they take Screen to the facility and they mention how that she's going with, a, she mentioned how she's going to a place where there's others just like me. 
which indicates where there's other power users. And then on top of that, at the end of the movie, after they was fighting police, had we thought, you know, Scream killed the policeman or whatever, you see that he's still alive and that his eyes start glowing like he just awakened some powers or something like that. So that could also possibly allude it to maybe potentially mutants coming into that's the was, universe. That's what I was going to say, right. Alex. Is that alluding to mutants? So I thought that at first, but then I think about it, Sony does not own any rights to any mutant. Correct. But, but there is a character that currently exists in the Venom canon, or well, Marvel canon, I should say, in the comic books, um, that is the god of all symbiotes. And some people were saying that uh, the police officer, I forget his name, um, could beca- could potentially have could have potentially become the host of that god. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not, but it definitely. When I was looking, when I saw that, I was like, "Oh, it's a possibility that they want to go that far already." Since they kind of, I don't know what else they could do for the next Venom movie. Are they but. saying that because of that scene where they show him back? You know. Back broke on that pole. Yeah, and like and his he's eyes like, were blue, and he was like, "Ah, oh, monsters." There's, yeah, yeah, that's why. Because uh, in the comic book, I think the eyes change the color has something to do with the god of uh, all symbiotes. I didn't get a chance to read that run yet, so I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, myself. but if that is true, I'm a little bit interested in what's to come. But also, like if they write it like this one, if that no, is I'm true, pretty- that would make sense of why they were making the detective so important in this movie. Mm-hmm. Because he he was in a lot of scenes that he probably didn't have to be in, but he was there. But if that's the route they're going, then I understand. Maybe they were just trying to establish his character. That's true. Correct. So yeah, at the so that like I said, that was the last thing that I liked about it that it it may be potentially hitting hitting that mutants, or it could be the thing that you know Millian just um, talked about. Either one. Um, but I, I. at least for me right now, I'm going with the ladder with mutants. Um, so yeah. Um, I don't know. That that's a good take. I didn't think about that. Like even when I saw her and she had like the screeching powers, my mind didn't go to mutants, X Men. So I, I would say that is an interesting take that you thought about it like that because I definitely I mean, didn't think about I, it. I like was that. be knowing what he's talking about because it made me think about mutants op. a little bit too. Yeah, <laughs> he, he cashing them Sony checks or Disney checks. Yeah. Daily reminder uh, that Alex is an op. Yeah, I mean, it'd be if if it's any towards that, as you, I mean, I don't got an X Men shirt on, but as you know, that's like my favorite property, so I'd be excited. But also, I'd be uh, the only thing that made me not think that is because. Uh, Sony has like no ties to the X Men because they were owned by Fox, so I don't mm-hmm. know how they would have worked that in anyway. But it it'd be interesting be, to see. It could if be. If it might lead to it. And I don't know what's going behind the scenes. We're gonna ask Ace what's going on behind the scenes. <laughs> oh, but this yeah. is my this is my tell, theory. Tell for the CEO because, <laughs> because of the end credit scene, and they've basically combined. Well, not combined. They've basically entered Venom into the MCU. The fact that Marvel, well, Disney now owns X Men. They could it they could be playing into that because they're about to make that crossover. So, yes, Sony has never been involved with the X Men, but now they're involving their properties with the MCU, and the MCU owns X Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. But is that so true, yeah, Alex? Before <laughs> I say something, <laughs> right, look, is it Alex, true? I was looking- 
I was looking at his NDA from the Sony um president. He like, can he I was say like, that? I can't, I can't say tell that. him yet. Just no, no, started with the that. rumor. Just started with the rumor is because that's what you said last time. <laughs> what I heard through the grapevine is, and then two weeks later, the rumor comes true in the movie. So what? What's the rumor? No, a, a little birdie once told me. <laughs> <laughs> but if if I had to mention what I liked, I already mentioned like the cinematography and the um CGI's because if we're being honest. It the um displaying all of that how the how the symbiotes move even the parts where like they were coming out carnage of venom they get affected by the sound all oh, they disappear they come back and all those different parts that's difficult it's it's kind of hard to execute those kind of CGI's and they did a really good job at that which is why I gotta give them credit I also even if it may not be too lore accurate. I did appreciate the relationships that the symbiotes, well, specifically Venom, built with his host. And I, even though the power of friendship came in with Carnage and his host, I do like the fact that, oh, you get to see what it's like when a host and their symbiote are on one accord and what happens when they don't get along. Now, did power of friendship mostly overpower that? Yeah. But I like that it seemed realistic if you compare it to other movies, shows, and cartoons where... A person, a person basically basically is hosting a demon or an alien or a monster or whatever. I did like that they delved into that and it seemed relatively realistic. Um, If I had to say something else I liked, and it might be bare minimum, Carnage did look like a threat. Did he execute on being the best threat possible? No, but when even looking at the final fight, I was like, oh, I don't think Venom is going to win this. This doesn't look like a fight he can win because Carnage does look like a beast. He does like a monster that could kill everybody, take over a city or whatever. He did look like a threat. They just ain't really execute on that in the storyline and the plot that well. Mm-hmm. But I if I had to name the three things I like, really good. Yeah. I would agree with you on that. Like the way that they, the special effects that made Carnage. Mm-hmm. That's I did like it the way that they exemplified his his powers like the scene that Jay was talking about when they burnt down the school where he basically where the part where he had all his pieces and he's holding this car in the air while he's still fighting these helicopters and stuff like mm-hmm. watching him and watching him fight as Carnage was cool but I guess mm-hmm. the central everything that made him up is what. I didn't like, but watching him was cool. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree as well. So let's go ahead and get into this end credit scene because I think, um, going back to McMillian's point is that if you didn't appreciate anything else about the movie, the end credit scene has to that has to be the top number one thing that you are talking about coming out of this movie. So, um. Just to repeat, spoilers are ahead. We're going to have to spoil the end credit scene to actually dissect this end credit scene. So continue at your own risk. But the end credit scene on Venom is that they've escaped wherever they were. And they were on some beach, and then they were in some city. And then Venom was like, let me show you some history, you know, where I've been at. And then they end up in Hawaii, some beach resort. And then they oh, see man. Spider-Man what... on TV. They see Tom Holland Spider-Man Holland, at that Spider-Man on, on TV. TV. Yep. From the same scene that was in the, of Far From Home, Homecoming. where he Far got... Home, so yeah. 
where he got exposed. So that immediately tells you, here's the crossover into the MCU. It felt weird to me because one, the the shift from where they were to the little beach house scene, does that hint that they got transferred over into the MCU where they in a different universe and now they're in the universe where Spider-Man and everything else has happened in? But even with that, why did they have to move them to a whole different location? So that well, confused well, me. I the think way I was... At least you go? for me, yeah, I'll go. So, you know, we they start the, the cutscene with just them. Well, well, they end the movie with, you see Venom on like this beach or something. I took it as maybe they're in Hawaii as well. I thought the same thing. Like, maybe, they're in, maybe they're in Hawaii. Because I'm not sure where the original movie takes the movie takes place originally um san francisco san, san francisco because yeah so yeah maybe they was in hawaii um or parts of mexico something like that and then you see him after after he after they leave the beach scene you see him inside his room out but you can still see the beach outside but it's a little bit darker now but you see him outside his room he's chilling venom's talking to him like hey you know i'm gonna show you this history and whatnot but then but then you see this bright yellow light flash and then the whole earth, not whole earth, the whole picture and everything just shake and crumble and stuff like that. And immediately when I saw that bright yellow light, the first thing that came to my mind was Doctor Strange. Immediately. That's the first thing that came to my mind was when That's I seen awesome it. Alex. Doctor Strange. The same, the same little technique he did throughout the trailers that we've been seeing so far. I think that was the exact same moment we saw right there inside the Venom universe in Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. But I guess I that's the, but I guess if that's the case, then the question is, and I don't know how this is going to get answered. What was he doing? Because the scene that he enters in for the MCU, it's Correct. it seems like it's happening at the same time as the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home. So if, for me, if yeah, felt, maybe. No, going going off of what Alex said, I thought the same thing as he did. I was thinking about the ads from the um upcoming Spider-Man movie, and I said, "Oh, this." But that happens after. That happens after. Let me finish. They was, they was watching let me finish. TV though. Correct. Yeah, they, they they was just watching TV, and all they did was play. Um, mm-hmm. A scene about you know Tom Holland is Spider Man, not Tom Holland. Peter Parker is Spider Man. I thought it said breaking news on there though. I don't I don't know if it said breaking news or not, but it was just like you know Peter Parker is Spider Man, and that could have been even in even in Spider Man three what we're gonna see they're still talking about how Peter Parker is Spider Man, so we don't know if that took in place at the end of home okay. at the end of far far from home or if it's gonna take place somewhere in no way no way from home. Um, okay. No way home. I'll give you that. I, I thought I it said breaking news, but if it didn't say breaking news, then it makes sense that every news station, no yeah. matter where you were, was still putting that out there. Yeah. So, so that's why yeah. I was like, so that's why I was thinking as well. I was like, at first I was somewhat on when originally I was in the theater. That's why I was thinking. I was like, that doesn't make sense timeline wise though. But when you think about the trailer, which is also kind of uh, odd, they made this so like dependent on the No Way Home trailer, but. Uh, it, it it could still have been like a little bit after uh far from home or whatever correct it seems like no way home and far from home aren't that too much far apart correct but, but you have to wait till the movie comes out to see i guess my other question is is that in the no way home trailer when we get that scene where dr strange is doing the big spell he was doing the spell to create 
a universe where oh, it's a race nobody that nobody knew that Peter Parker was Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So I guess they would have to if that's true, they would have to explain how that works because then how does Venom end up in a universe where they're still showing news that I mean I feel like I said, but if that's the case, that they would have to explain how the hell Doc Ock ended up there because that's that Doc Ock is from. I mean, the one that shall not be named Spider Man. Shall um, not be named. No, 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 no. That is, he's from the will be named Spider Man, Toby Maguire. Oh, hey, yeah, I was this. Oh, is that the one from yeah. Toby? I thought that, that was the yeah. No, okay, never mind. You, all right, no, 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 no. You're right. You're right. You're right. I got go. confused. I got confused. I'm sorry. I got confused. I got confused. He me right Jay, now. He, he, we're not gonna talk about he who should not be named, but I got confused. Uh, so if I can just touch on it just for a moment, um, what I he, Portia brought up, uh, brought up, basically probably my biggest gripe with the after credit scene. Why did he care about Tom Holland? No, I mean not Tom. Thank Holland. Why you. did he care about Peter Parker? He didn't know he, Peter Parker doesn't he exist. Licked in the screen. I, I licked man. the screen. He licked the TV, and I'm like, where did that come from? I was, like, that as well. I, I, was I was a little confused about that as well. I was I, like, he hit the moon like, docks. I like you, and I want you. And I want you. Yeah. Now oh. we can do this the easy way, easy way, or the wrong way. But, but I was I was very I don't know. It was weird because I was like, Peter Parker doesn't exist in your universe. You have no reason to care about him like that. If this was, if this is that. Like, cause it, uh, the original story, you well, most people know is how like the story with Venom and Peter is that like he yeah. was that he had him first, and so Venom is somewhat obsessed with Peter Parker. But the thing is, that didn't happen in for this yeah. Venom. So I was like, why are you that interested enough to lick a screen? And then the other thing like, him is that the other him. the comic book relation from Eddie Brock's <laughs> I'm, I'm side, that as well. from Eddie Brock's side, um. His beef with Peter Parker is because Peter Parker is responsible for him losing his job, and then he just blames Peter for everything bad that happens after him at that point. So when him and Venom do sync, their beef with Peter Parker aligns. Yes. But we don't even know that. Yeah. Now, now Correct. the only thing I could have uh, thought that made it somewhat make sense in my head is you know at the end of this movie. They were like, "We're the Dark Avenger. We will like seek justice. We, we're gonna like seek justice, kind of thing." So I guess maybe the only thing that makes sense is why he might be obsessed with Peter is that breaking news: Public Enemy Number One, Peter Parker, Spider Man. <laughs> maybe they're like, "Oh, this is our next target," or something like that. Okay, other than I can that, see that. I, I, that that's make, the that only actually thing makes sense. That somewhat makes but sense. But now it's giving, but make, now but... it's giving me Hasoka vibes because you're a grown man <laughs> and he's a child. Yeah, but I mean, but it wasn't. Me, it wasn't Eddie fantasizing over him. Though. It's, it giving, was Venom, it's giving me. He licked the screen. As I'm gonna take it back. Venom licked me, the screen. It gave me Orochimaru vibes because he took that tongue out and he licked that screen. The screen. And this let, man let is still in high school. Let me so get a Hosoka t-shirt. You ain't got to even do Hosoka like that. Like, I why changed it to Orochimaru. I changed it. <laughs> I changed it but, to Orochimaru. But yeah, I, that's the only way I can make sense of it. But I, I'm, I'm now somewhat worried for Far From Home. That is well because that is we well. have. There are so many eggs in this basket I, because I pray you bring a green. Ho- you bring a Green Goblin. Oh yeah, uh, Doc Ock. Uh, Venom. Venom. It's about to turn into Electro. Batman v Superman. It's about to turn into Electro. 
I'm glad, you brought, I'm glad you brought that up. Tom Holland, Peter Parker, and then the other, and then Tobey Maguire and Andrew. I'm glad you brought suppose that up. Because that was going to be my next they, point. They might throw in Sandman for all you know. That was going to be my not, next point. I don't know. I don't know if I'm too worried because of, and maybe this is me having too too much faith, but because it is Marvel and because it is the MCU. No, I'm I ain't not, got that much faith. I'm not too, I'm, they haven't disappointed us so far. I, mean, I, I, so, I, I I'm picking up what you're putting down, but for if they're gonna have like Jay just said, all these characters in this one movie, this movie either finna be hella long for no reason or hella convoluted for no reason. It gotta be so, at least two hours I don't know, but if they're gonna have be, all these villains. I'm gonna put it like this: it could just be the selling point. They're putting That's all true. these eggs in this basket for us to come see this movie. And when we actually go see Far From Home, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield may show up for like two seconds and that's it. Or I mean, Doc Ock may awesome. show up and right. he may show up and he may disappear. I agree. There's a lot of eggs in this basket and it's concerning because we've seen movies where they put too much in it and it it's not executed well. So I, I, feel the, I feel the concern, but I don't... I, I don't um, know. I have faith in Marvel that they don't do that in this movie because have, it goes back to what we talked about with the multiverse stuff. Stuff can get real convoluted real fast. And with this being the third installment for phase four, I feel like that would be a bad investment if they do it so, like that. So while I, I agree that they, they've handled multiple vill- well not villains, but multiple like moving parts pretty well in the past. Like for instance Civil War wasn't a terrible movie. It was actually pretty interesting and done well enough to for there to be like little they're like little hiccups. I my mean, but look at probably, Infinity War and Endgame, especially. In yeah, Infinity yeah, War. no, but I'm saying like my my issue somewhat with this one is these characters. I mean, they're unless I guess you lean on the previous movies that were made that weren't that aren't attached to this universe. You have to do a lot of establishing, maybe possibly. Okay. Or you could just hope on the fact that other people have seen the past movies which wouldn't necessarily be too terrible but it's more of like how how much shine does each person get how much do they all play a part into it and then like is this a one-off movie thing will they show up in like the the was the multiverse of madness is that the next is that the doctor strange one uh yeah that's that's just doctor strange but that's not the next yeah if um, if that continues into that because we know tom uh peter parker's gonna be in that movie as well they were in Wanda, it's it's just more of like there's a lot of moving parts here, and I'm just like, where what is conflicting with what, and what's going to be like the major thing? I guess correct. Because so, my, my my main thing was just that ever since like, this Tom Holland Spider Man came about, and then you know Venom started coming coming out as well. People been waiting on for them to to potentially meet up, and now that we know that they're gonna meet up, I just don't want that to be. I guess watered down in a movie where there's going to be other, like three other villains already, you know, making their appearance as well for the first time in this movie. Me personally, I would just rather them do another movie, like maybe Spider Man Four or something like that, with just, just Venom in in Spider Man. That's just me personally. I was I mean, going to say, I was going to say they they might save it. So this is where it could go either <clears> way. <throat> they could. So we ha- we have the crossover. But they could save the Tom Holland Venom interaction for another Venom movie. Or MCU might say, let's leave Far From Home alone. And the next Spider-Man movie will introduce Venom. So it could go 
either way. It's concerning mm-hmm. either way, but I don't know. So you're I'm, you're I'm gonna, assuming, I'm gonna touch you're, back on you're my assuming point. like Venom might just play like a cameo and then it's like I don't, oh, I don't we even see know if Venom he'll be in it. I don't even know if he'll be in it. Because I'm this with the with with the end credit scene, yes. Um Venom is now in Tom Holland's universe. And they could just be putting that out there to sell more Venom movies. Or the fact mm-hmm. that they want to include Tom Holland into their Spider-Verse anyway. And that could just be the hat tip into that. Instead of assuming that they're just going to throw him in the next MCU movie. Correct. Yes. Yeah, it's a possibility. I, um... It's just, the, the like, the concern I'm saying is not necessarily that the movie's going to be bad or anything like that. It's more of just, like, will the, each of these people get a time the specifically time. to shine? Because, Correct. like, if if I think to, for instance, uh, WandaVision, its last little part, its last little in, the ending, now maybe because that's a TV show, well, actually, even, that, that might be more of a reason to be concerned. But, like, at the ending of that, I felt like there wasn't a, they, they had to tie up all their loose ends so fast that it didn't feel good. It felt like the main one got resolved okay, but all the other parts were like, you know, with uh, the the different vision. He just flew off into the yeah. He's just oh, gone yeah. to, he's, he's, to he's just nowhere, gone. and then we are like, what? What? Uh, huh? <laughs> you know. So it's it's more of like I'm worried that that we're gonna get another one of those in this movie, and I don't think that's necessarily going to be good. But like you said, they could just they could some of these characters they could be saving for later on interactions within this now yeah. expanded multiverse thing so we'll sure. just have to wait and see like they could it's just somewhat show up. concerning it, it could be a thing and this is me theorizing again but it could be that like you said in the, the last episode mcmillian is that far from home could be a hat tip into multiverse of madness and the hat tip could be that once tom holland resolves all of you know this bs that he's going through Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield show up and boom, Multiverse of Madness or Spider-Man 4. But like, I feel like they're just, I feel like they're just name dropping stuff because now we're like, oh yeah, we're going to go see it. I'm about to go take my money, take my money. And then we get in there and then they show up for like two seconds or they show up at the end of the movie. And we have seen that happen before in a lot of movies. Yep. Mm -hmm. So It's very possible. It's just, you know, all those moving parts. <laughs> yeah. That's just the only thing. I mean, Spider-Man 3 alone probably is going to have the most moving parts in a solo movie inside the MCU so far. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it for a solo movie, that is. Um, we know they had you know done many moving parts with Infinity War and you know, Endgame and all that, but I, I think that was a little bit easier because it was more about the group instead of one individual person. And they had built up a lot of stuff before um, getting there. Yeah. Because Correct. this is going back to this is the third movie in phase four, they haven't built up enough for Spider Man to be as involved as it's gonna be. Correct. Right. Um so and that's why I said that's what no. I said, unless they're like uh leaning unless they're like expecting fans to have seen all the previous iterations of live action Spider Man, this is like this could potentially depending on how they do it, this could potentially be somewhat of a mess. Or they Correct. could just be bringing them back. Maybe they're bringing them back as a fan service, and that Correct. they're just they're showing up as they are showing up as Spider Mans, but they're not showing up as those Spider Man. That's possible. It's, yeah, it could be. We'll see. Yeah. 
We'll definitely see. It's just, you know, we're going to have to see how they handle it, you know. Um, it's definitely going to be an exciting time to see. I think, you know, pop, Spider-Man 3 is probably going to go down as, if if they handle it right, it'll go down as one of the greatest, you know, solo Marvel movies so far that we got. It's just <coughs> that they got them. I said one of them. I didn't say the greatest. I said one of them. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't in What did you out, say instead? You know? Why you he trying said to Iron Man. <laughs> uh, we all know Iron Man is legendary, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's what set off the MCU, but... It's what set it off. I mean, but they, they've gotten better. You can't disrespect Iron Man, but at the same time, as they started making more movies, there are some movies yeah. that are hitting are hitting the solo film realm as Iron Man and even exceeding that. They hitting them, Ryan. I, I'm just an Iron Man <laughs> fan. I was just throwing that out there. But y- y'all ain't lying. I just That's just my favorite MCU character. We, okay, I, I feel you. I feel yeah, you. I feel well, you're going to have to find another one because he's not coming back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't want to diverge off the topic. So are, is there never going to be like an Iron Woman like with his girl using an Iron Man suit or nothing? Uh, like, it might be Iron they, Heart. They've Iron already Heart. said Iron Heart is coming. Yeah. Like, they've confirmed it. So nice. but That's his as far as we yeah. not We not seeing Pepper Potts in them no more. Yeah, no, <laughs> okay. she would, I don't think she. I think she we'll might make see. cameos, but I don't think she's gonna be. She might make we'll a cameo with her daughter because every now and then. We'll see Happy, and we might see his daughter because Happy has already been integrated into the Spider-Man films, and then with Peter Parker seeing uh, Tony Stark as his mentor, I feel like it's only right for him to feel sort of as a brother figure to his daughter. To his daughter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can see it. Um, I'm looking up Ironheart right now. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, but no. But that being said, Spider-Man Three, and like I'll say, it's looking like to be not just even a tap hipper for Multiverse of Madness. I think it's also going to be another little tap hipper for the Multiverse Saga as a whole. Um, I think this this movie alone is going to have a lot of implications on the Multiverse Saga and how they handle it for the MCU. Um, hey, getting into it early. Let's get it. I'm ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, that's pretty much all I had as far as Venom. Did you guys have any last, Wait. last statements? Is Alex's rating still a six after this discussion? Has anybody's ratings changed? That's a good question. Your rate. Is your rating still a six? It probably is. You know, he's cashing yeah. Sony checks. He can't change. <laughs> yeah, the CEO's sending him notes and letters. They told him you can't go yeah. lower than a. They told him you can't go lower than a five, and he was like, "Okay, I'm done. I got black. <laughs> yeah, I got you." But no, I mean, yeah, my mine's still a six. I mean, just like I said, my my main points: the end credit, the possibility of mutants, the interaction between Venom and Eddie, and then just the portraying of Carnage. I liked as well. That alone, I'm good. I can still get a six. Okay, solid five. <clears throat> If yeah, I I'm predict, still, I'm still going through. I'm still, I'm still for five myself. But if if the predictions that you guys made are accurate, <clears throat> this movie felt like a bridge. If anything, it felt yeah. like a bridge. Even if the else. predictions that we made are accurate, I think I was maybe I could go four if I was to watch it again <laughs> as a bridge but movie. If our predictions are right. I feel like they could have executed it better. Better. Still. No, yeah. correct. I mean, with them not being officially in the MCU, 
technically, you know, there's only so much they could, I guess, you know, they could do within their own universe without probably infringing on some type of copyrights or something. But, um, no, who knows? Who knows? I don't know. I feel like they still could have did stuff because even looking at TV shows, and I'm not going to touch on this too long because, but DC, I'm and I'm going to touch on Gotham. Fox, when they made Gotham, they did not have the rights to say Batman or Joker or any of the other, you know, top level stuff in the Batman universe. But they did a good job of creating the story surrounding it that when you did see stuff, it made sense or you could link it to the universe. Mm -hmm. So they have the ability to do that. I just don't understand why they didn't do that. Yeah, no. I like I said, I, I I really feel like the reason this is at five is because I feel like they didn't believe in just the solo premise of this movie as Carnage, and they were just setting it up for that end credit scene, like what it led to. So, and if the only reason why they made this movie is because of the end credit scene, I'm gonna have to throw this movie in the basket with Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel was the oh same. Oh my! Way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a discussion for another time. I'm going to have to throw it in the basket. If the only reason you had me watch this movie was for the end credit scene, I'm going to have to throw it in the basket. Because it's like, like, and I guess since we're like, if we're making comparisons, like, for example, I had no idea who Shang-Chi was. I had no idea who he was. But I was able to watch a movie, enjoy it, gain an attachment to the characters, and boom, you're tied into the universe as well. Well executed. Then I'm a character who I have a little bit of experience with. We got the first movie. We saw him in the old Spider-Man franchise, even if you don't want to include that. And I felt nothing. And it's not like the first Venom was just amazing. I enjoyed it. But it's not like it was just executed to the best of its ability either. They could have done a lot more. Now, even though this isn't all Marvel, this is Sony, I feel like they could have done something better. Yeah. It's just overall execution on my part. No, I'll, I'll have to agree. But if there's no other ending statements on Venom, I want to thank all three of you for joining this episode. Um, for those listening, uh, make sure you follow us on social media at the Blurred Mob. That's at T H E B L E R D M O B, and you can find us on Instagram, Twitter. Facebook and YouTube by that same name. And we are also on Podchaser now, so you can rate us and leave a review. So make sure you check that out. Otherwise, thanks for listening and this is the mob checking out. Peace. Hands up. If you love them where you at, stand ten toes down, shot ain't no look at me. Don't look at me. You can let them haters hate when they answer where I'm smiling.